I think there's something so powerful about like stories that have actually happened, especially like in the Christian walk, um, getting to tell stories of God's faithfulness helps us remember and like serves as an encouragement for others. Like, I think it's just as important for like myself to tell stories because I'm reminding myself of what God's done. Otherwise I'm going to forget. Hello. Welcome once again to another episode of the Gospel Coaching Podcast. My name is Josh. I am on staff here at Redeemer Church, and uh, thanks for joining us. I'm joined, as I frequently am, by two of our pastors, Paul Kingery and Andy McDonald. You guys want to say hi? Hey, man. It's really good to be back recording again. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, we've we've kind of had some other things that have been kind of uh, taking our attention away, but we wanted to kind of get back and and, and kick back off the the podcast and uh, I love this medium because it uh, it allows our people to be able to consume when they have time to consume and so it's a way that we can kind of find community maybe in your commute or on your run or if you're Pastor Paul on your 17 and a half hour bike rides that you go on or hey man it's 15 okay <laughs> you you bike for so long that's the only way to burn those calories man you gotta go like two hours at a time you're looking good you're looking good oh wow thanks you're welcome yeah anyway we have a guest with us today quickly i mean you're talking about how good paul looks and whether that's a weird conversation or not this is an audio medium so no one has any idea what this guy looks like anyway cannot verify okay anyway keep my ego in check allison thanks for joining us would you like to introduce yourself or tell everyone what what you're doing here Hi, Josh. Hi. <laughs> so I am the leader of the story team, I guess. That's yeah. definitely Deaconess Allison, as yes. Rachel. So, <laughs> yes, yes. so loving to refer to me as. <laughs> um, but we're talking about stories today, I think. Yeah. That's... We're excited. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, I think where I'd like to start is just kind of like where we started, which I think at the end of 2019, you can correct me along the way if I'm wrong, but you, you approached me, I'm pretty sure. And you're like, Hey, we should tell stories at Redeemer. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause I think maybe you'd looked at some of our old stories that we had done maybe five or six years ago, um, which I love. I love that we did those. Um, I'll always cherish those memories of making those and everything. Um, but the stories team, um, kind of died out for a little bit. We didn't have the right people, the right giftings. Um, I can't do what you do, basically, and it just kind of fell apart. And so that's okay. Like, God gives those seasons. But um, so we talked about it at the end of 2019. We're like, oh, yeah, we got kind of a plan. And then in 2020, a few things happened. Uh, I went on sabbatical, um, which kicked off the pandemic. And the world and the melted. World, the world, me world melted. All because you went on sabbatical. All because I went on sabbatical. Um, I'll, think, I'll think about that next time, how to do that better. Um, so I came back from that. And you kindly and gently reached out again. You're like, hey, like five months ago, you had said stories team could be something that could happen. And I was like, oh, right. And so we sat down again and or maybe we zoomed. We might have zoomed. I think, I think we, zoomed. we zoomed because of the pandemic, um, which is weird to think about. So. Um, so, yeah, we talked about it again. and We were like, well, maybe we could do this, you know. Um, and so that's kind of how this thing how this thing started. So maybe for you, um, why was it worth 
bringing it up again with me, right? You could have just been like, well, you know, I had my yeah. shot or we just talked about yeah. it. Maybe that's not what we're supposed to be doing right now. But you were diligent and you brought it up again. And I thought that was awesome. And it got me excited about it because I love hearing people's stories. So for you, why was it important? Yeah. So growing up, I've always loved stories. My degree was in professional writing. And so I've just always found a lot of value in telling stories. You just and- said your degree was. Yeah. Because you graduated. I, I just graduated. Congratulations. Yay. That's awesome. That's yes. It's awesome. Um, yeah. So in 2019, we started talking about it and we were just talking about my degree. And I think that kind of like got the ball rolling on talking about stories. And then in 2020, I was supposed to actually go to Guatemala for the summer and then pandemic happened. And so I was just trying to frantically figure out what I was going to do for the summer because I was like, I don't want to sit at home. And um, I really think it was a God thing. Like, he brought like rem- I rem- remembered that conversation that we had in the fall, and um, so then I reached back out and was like, "Well, I don't know what this would look like, but that'd be cool if we talked about this again." So yeah, and I think it was really cool because you said that Bethany Branscombe and you had been talking about this, and so yep. I think God was stirring in our hearts individually, and then like just bringing it all together, like it was really cool. Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, you like to listen and, and you don't necessarily want to interject. And so I want to know what is the motivation that got you to interject to talk to Paul about stories team? Like, what's the thing that you go naturally, you've kind of said to me other times that, well, I like to sit and listen and be able to, to kind of hear people's stories and be able to do that. But what got you to the point where like, no, I want to cross that barrier and I want to tell Paul, Hey, how do we do this? How do we, what, what was that motivating? I really don't remember. I okay. like, I remember reaching out to Paul, but I don't remember what that specific thing was that like, yes, I need to reach back out. Um, it's interesting because I, I actually have an answer to that because I started hearing about the story team and I, it, we're in the middle of not meeting. We are in the middle of being separated. And to me, the idea of the story team at that moment in that time was telling stories will help us make it through this story. Like it was, this is the time where we're feeling separated. How do we still stay connected? And to me, stories connect us. And so I, that's, that's why when I heard it, I went, Oh, that's a great idea. And so I really like, I I think you're right. God was moving in a lot of different uh, people to be able to go, how do we come? Cause I think it takes a lot of energy to tell stories. Yeah, I I really think that like God's timing is so beautiful because like the story team was born like out of the pandemic. I mean, yes, the story team like was a thing a few years back, but it kind of died down. I yeah. think it's really interesting like when like it got brought back up because stories help us remember like God's work in the past and help us to have hope for the future. And so I think that was something that was really necessary, like, especially in the pandemic of like, well, like things look pretty bleak right now, but like remembering God moved in the past, like he's going to move again. He's going to do something again. So I think it was really important to have that hope. And I think like, even now, like as we're nearing the end of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, it's so important to still tell stories. Like it doesn't have to stop here simply because like, this season is ending, but yeah, that's, that's really good. That's really, really good. Um, so, you know, I've, I've had the privilege of, you know, getting to see some of the first brainstorm ideas of like what that team would look like. And you, you brought up Bethany's name and she's done a ton to, to help us build that. 
and we've since the team's grown a little bit and we've added people and it, it it's just really neat to kind of see how that's taken shape and so i have this like specific experience and i know that like i've joked with you all a little bit about my role on the team you know um i'm, I'm just one of the pastors at redeemer and i feel like what i get to do is just come in sit in the meeting and do a devotional with y'all we read a book together um and ultimately, I get to kind of watch y'all work out your giftings in real time. Um, and so that's my joy. It's like I just kind of walk in and I'm like, man, you guys are so awesome. You know, like that's how I feel. Um, and I know like you'd say, no, you do more than that, which maybe so. But I just I really enjoy being at the table and listening to what you're doing. Um, and so, you know, for you, um, maybe maybe a couple things like, you know, where do you find joy in in serving? And then maybe how has this impacted you spiritually over the last year you know what is it I guess kind of meant for you to to be on the team to I get take on a leadership role because I really do believe like yes I'm supervising the team right I supervise you you got course credit right for for working in this position at Redeemer which is really cool that we got to do that um but what kind of impact has it has it had on you I don't even know where to begin because I think in a lot of ways like there's just so many different areas that this has impacted me and really this ministry has been a life-giving thing for me. Like, I mean, yes, like ultimately my like source of life comes from like Jesus Christ, but there's certain things in life that like he's gifted us in certain ways. And once you find that thing, it's like, wow, like I want to spend the rest of my life doing this. Mm -hmm. Like it's just energizing. It's not draining to do that. And that's kind of what stories are for me is like getting to hear people's stories and hearing how God is working and moving, um, it's just very life-giving and like I always leave like anytime I go and film like I always leave energized and excited for editing like I get excited to just go sit in front of my computer and get to watch and listen to the story again so um, that's really what stories are for me and it's been encouraging um, just getting to meet with all the different people from Redeemer and I think in a lot of ways I've grown in my faith because I've met with so many different people from Redeemer and hearing how God has worked in them and thinking, well, like God's worked in their life in this way. Like he's doing something in my life too. So, so what would you preach to redeemer? So the, the people that are listening to this, why should they be engaging in our story team? Why should they be, why should they be listening? Why should they be looking on Wednesdays when this is going to come out? Why should they say yes when you, Ask them to tell their story. Please say yes to tell oh, your story. Yes, please. I could go on and on about this because I think one of the biggest reasons people say no or they don't want to share is because they're like, well, I don't really have like an interesting story to tell or it's kind of boring. Like my testimony's not, which like, yes, we want to hear your testimony and yes, uh, we want to like just get to sit down and talk with you. But I learned early on, like it was actually... I was in high school and I was sitting with a bunch of girls and like we were just sharing stories and sharing our testimonies and girl after girl, like everyone was like, well, my story's kind of boring. And, um, eventually someone stopped and was like, no, your story is not boring. Like it is a story of God bringing you from death to life. A lot of times people think their story is boring. And like, I think in that moment, like I really, what I took away from that and I've carried with me like all these years is that like, Yes, it may seem like nothing eventful happened in your story, but in reality, like God was so faithful to not allow those things to happen or mm. to bring you like you don't 
you may not have realized like what God rescued you from. Yeah. And so I, I think, think that's, I think it's really important. Like I actually, am going to push even harder. If you sitting there, you're listening or you think, Oh, I don't really have a story. My story boring. You're literally calling God boring. Yeah. So, that, so there's actually a, there, there's actually a, a very deep kind of theological problem with that. And you but, never know like how your story is going to impact somebody else's. Like yes. somebody else could resonate with your story in ways that you don't understand. Like, by not sharing your story, you're limiting what God can do with that. Like God is able to use your story and use your words in ways that you don't understand. Do you know the first person I led to Christ was at a crusade and Billy Graham shared the wheat and tear sermon. It's a famous sermon that he had. And he, at the end, his thing was turn around and tell somebody I'm wheat. I'm not a tear. I really am a believer in God is, is what was happening. Guy at my church, we were all sitting there. I was, man, I think I was like seven years old future church planner. And one of my dad's friends turned around and I said, I'm a weed. I'm not a tear. I, I believe in Jesus. And I noticed the guy kind of turned around and walked down. I'm like, Oh, like he's like a counselor. So he went down and everything. And then the next Sunday at church, he got up and he goes, Andy shared his story and his testimony. And I just knew that I needed to have that in my life. I look back. I'm like, that was the most boring story every, I, ever, ever. I went, Yes, that, that, that was the, the beginning, the end, middle and the end of that story. But stories matter. And so, yeah, that was boring for me. But boring for me just means that I didn't have the perspective of understanding that a holy, faithful God had brought this point together to be able to work this amazing miracle. And so, I, I, like, I'm with you. I, I, we got to push back on people who say their story is boring. They just don't have the right perspective. And I think that's what you do. Yeah. I think you do a really good job of I've watched the people who've done their story be more encouraged by their story because you told their story because they hadn't, they were, they're just living it. They're not actually, you have to stop and be able to kind of walk through and, and talk through it. It, it ends up preaching it to yourself. Yeah. And I think it definitely is about perspective. And when we share our stories, uh, it's so important. Like I want to talk about Warner, like, Okay. I filmed his uh, baptism video a few weeks ago, and that was a lot of fun for a lot of different reasons. Mm. Um, but then the other day I filmed Abel's baptism story, and I said, why like, why do you want to get baptized? And he was like, well, I just saw Warner, and it really encouraged me. And so, yeah. And I think that mm. that's so beautiful. Like, it's yeah. so simplistic, and it's sure. so beautiful. Sure. Yeah. Well, in baptism and Lord's Supper, the ordinances were done to tell a story. They're they literally are storytelling in a different form. It's not a video form, but it, it's that. And so uh, uh, most of my children, professions of faith came in context of having other people tell their, give their testimony through baptism. And, and so that's a really powerful thing. And I think the simplicity of it like goes to show like how powerful God is and that it's not yeah. from us because yeah. in my mind, I'm like, well, like if I think, this story is not that interesting. Like, I don't understand like how it could impact somebody, but then it does impact somebody. Like it goes to show like God's getting the glory, not me. Well, there's an old uh, CCM song that talked about God. The chorus said, God, don't let me forget to tremble. That sometimes we become really common with that. We're living in this amazing grace that God has given us. And to me, stories do that. Every time I see it, I'm like, Yes. And so I really love the story team and, and, and kind of where that's going and what that's, what's doing. You're doing a great job. Yeah, I agree. Um, what I have written in my notes 
is because I didn't want to forget to say it is that Allison is just really good at disarming people, yeah. and so like it's a gift. It, it's it a truly, gift. it's a, it's a spiritual yeah, yeah. Gift. It's yeah. like active listening, and um, which is a form of the gospel, and you know, I got to see that play out with with Warner. Like I got the privilege of sitting there with her as she's talking to Warner, and the way she's drawing out these you know, these answers about, you know, who he is in Christ and baptism. And, um, you know, he said that, that line of pastor Andy's my friend, you know what I mean? Best line right. ever. And just like, Best how did she get him to say that? I, you know I, I mean? kind of melted a little bit whenever he oh, said that. I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just, I did. it's just amazing. And so, um, well, and you and I've done those, those baptism interviews with kids. And at times I feel like, it's like, hello, child. What do you think about Jesus? And it's right. kind of, they, it kind of scares <laughs> right. them to death. Josh, you're gonna have fun editing that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you might have to add an echo there. Or, I don't know. Voice. Uh, but at times, it it is hard because as a pastor, I they really do go, oh, there's a really big weight that we carry around. Yeah. But having somebody else come in and walk with them is such a beautiful thing, and you've done a great job at that. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so. I oversee like our regroup ministry. I don't know if you knew that um, at Redeemer. <laughs> um, we care about those a lot. And so every time we have someone come on the podcast, we do want to make sure that we kind of say, how do stories kind of inform and interact with our people? And so that can be on Sunday mornings, but also um, as we tell stories in regroups, um, why do stories matter, if that makes sense? Why, why should we talk about regroups and why should we talk about Redeemer stories and how those things kind of work together? I think that kind of ties into um, our Redeemer stories mission statement and just kind of like, I'm just going to read it because it. I feel like it pretty well encompasses this question. But the Redeemer stories team exists to share stories about the, the Redeemer as we proclaim the power of his gospel. Joyful remembrance and expectant hope flow from the stories we tell about God's character and his work in our lives. We were made in the image of a storytelling God. So we seek to reflect him in ways that serve as an encouragement for believers and open the door for gospel conversations with those who do not yet know him. And so I think like even as regroups, like that's such a beautiful thing of like we get to encourage one another, but also it's meant to be a place that we want to bring people in and have gospel conversations. And so I think the story team and regroups pretty well align with that. That is amazing. That is an amazing mission statement. And I think that was probably Did mostly you. Write you. That? I don't. I, I think, think I was like, stories are cool, bro. And she interpreted that. that I think, same thing. I think you know what I mean? Bethany actually, like, Did she write a lot of that? what yeah. I just read, um, it was a little bit of what I kind of put together at the beginning. And then I think Bethany just like took it and ran with I, it and did a phenomenal job. There's a powerful energy when you've got multiple people pulling that same direction and want to be able to do that. And so Bethany has had a heart for Redeemer Stories back when we had another group of people who were really gifted at this. It's, it's, we're always telling stories, but then when we have the stories team, it becomes this uh, this kind of energy of being able to do this in a different and unique way, in a powerful way, impacting way. I, I think, like, I, I sometimes don't give Bethany enough credit because we're like, Bethany's so great at admin. She keeps us on schedule. She keeps the train moving, which she does do those things. She's a great writer. She is very good at writing beautiful paragraphs about jesus and and i so i, I like i want to make sure that i like, acknowledge yeah. her next it's well, so bethany, good at it bethany does administrative things for the story yeah. like in life she's going hold on here's these stories that are going and i want to make sure that these things get done like that's right. i actually think it really shapes her just totally we've known her for a long time yes and i think you know you talk about that 
God is a storytelling God. I, I, I love this idea is like, how does the Bible begin? In the beginning. It's setting up a story. Like, yeah. I mean, the Bible is a story. And then at the end of the Bible, it says, and the story continues. And so Louis Giglio one time said this at the beginning of one of his books. He says, this whole world and universe isn't about you. It's not actually about your story. But welcome to the story of God. And to me, really what we're telling is we're named Redeemer because God is a God that steps in and redeems things for his glory and for our good. And I love that. I love what the theology that's kind of behind that. And so I, I do want to, before we get, get out of here, I do want to take a, a little side uh, uh, road if I can, Paul, and then I'll, I'll kind of hand it back to you if that's okay. Okay. So for some of the people that are listening, this is just a point of interest. I want us to geek out on tech for a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because when I made my first video ever, it took me like, 23 and a half hours to make like a 30 second video. Like it reminded me of in Parks and Rec when uh, uh, that one character does a stop motion <laughs> and he thinks he's made this great, amazing story. Do you remember what, what's yeah. the character's name? It's Ben, Dwight. ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt. Yeah. And he, he ben think, and I have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Josh, you know, like he ends up thinking like he's made this like Academy Award winning film and then he watches it and it's like, Three seconds, seconds two seconds long or whatever. So that that was me making the very first video I did 20 years ago. So what's some of the tech that you use? Like, because I think sometimes people are like, oh, look, there's a video. And you're like, hold on. It is amazing what God has allowed us to do. So like, what are you recording that on? Like just your camera, like flip phone? I have like, my, uh, <laughs> so I have a DSLR camera. It's okay. a Canon 80D. Are you a Canon person? Is that like? I really am a Sony person at heart. Oh, really? I had to switch a few years back because Canon was a little more uh, budget friendly for okay, me. Okay, yeah. And She's, but, is she doing a wink, wink at Redeemer? <laughs> I mean, I reset I, budget. <laughs> well, because this is expensive stuff. One of the like one of the cool blessings of the of the uh, story team is actually a lot of people are using their personal stuff. Yeah, and to I want to give stuff happen. I want to give Carter a massive shout yeah. out because yeah. I think like our tech game and like just overall video production quality has increased tremendously since Carter joined the team because he knows way more about that than I yeah. do. And it's so funny because like both Carter and I were like, well, I, I was talking to him. I was like, I don't really like, I, I feel like I fake it till I make it most of the time. And he was like, yeah, me too. And I was like, what, you know, like, you know, you so, so much. much. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause he actually, so once again, our story team is blessed with Carter, whose parent, his dad has a company that's been doing production for all that. So you get lighting and sound and video and how do you compress it? And one time I remember we were recording one video and like, we thought all the videos were gone because we didn't know the video file format. And so it really is interesting how there's this granular, granular, I can't say that word. This really small detail <laughs> tech level. I had to adapt it. Yeah. Are you going to take that out? You, sure. You're not, he's not going to take that out. He's going to, he's going to amplify it. In. It'll make good fun of me, but there's these details that end up having to come together to be able to tell these stories just through the medium of video and all that and time and editing. Like how many people are like, uh, one thing that people don't realize is one of the reasons why they look so good is how many cameras do you video with? Well, when I go by myself, I just have my one. And so mm -hmm. I'll do different angles, uh, which in the beginning, like when we first started, it was one angle and I was just like, well, we're going to make this as simple as possible. Yeah. And it's kind of been fun. Like as we've gone on and 
I think a lot of it too, like when Carter joined the team, like we started using two cameras. And so one of the really fun things about having Carter on the team is like he focuses on the video aspect of things and I get to just focus on asking questions and listening and kind of focusing on the narrative of the story that's unfolding. And so not necessarily having to focus on like, well, I need to be paying attention to what I'm doing behind the camera, but also like asking questions. So it's been really like awesome having Carter on the team for that reason and for a lot of other reasons too. Well, and and so the reason, one reason why I kind of say this is we're talking about the story team. There really is people who are very focused on telling the story and the writing and the the conceptualization of that and being able to interview well and those kind of things. There's also another side that are doing very technical things, being able to make sure that we can upload it and it's the right size and the right, you know, resolution. And so I love that y'all are really dealing with this beautiful, like infinite story of Jesus, the redeemer. And also, Hey, where's that memory card that had that bit of footage that we could put in there and what, how to like uh, one of the problems we had was what music are we allowed to put behind videos so that when we show them in the service, YouTube or Facebook don't, doesn't throw them out. And so I just love that y'all have really kind of walked and struggled through that. So that, I, I just thought that was kind of a cool part. I wanted to No, that's important. On. I'll let you go ahead and bring it home. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, of- I, that is important. The tech side of it is a thing that I'm not strong at. Um, uh, especially when Carter's like, Hey, when you send me a selfie video, can you not do it vertically? Can you do it horizontally? And I'm like, <laughs> that matters. I apologize. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just as we kind of like, like you said, kind of bring it to a close, uh, we just started reading a book called art and faith. Uh, by Makoto Fujimura, and he says something in here that I think is helpful for us just as a story team and as a church to remember, but he says, what's confusing is that God is eternal and is not in need of time. The notion of time seems to be a quality created for humanity's sake. So from God's perspective, time may not be as significant as a clock seems to be from our perspective. Time is a self-imposed limitation in creation that Jesus enters into. And I thought that was pretty awesome just because we do serve an uncreated God. And that's something that, that Warner, my son is kind of fascinated by right now that, okay, he exists outside of time. He's uncreated, but he chose to create. And I think, so that's why this, this book called art and faith, we just started it, but it's been helpful just kind of processing. Like, why do we tell stories? Well, God created us to tell stories. Like that was, that was on him. Like he wanted to do that. He chose to do that freely to to do that. Um, And so it's, it's almost like, you know, we get to be part of, actively obeying what God has, has set forth for us as, as humans, um, especially here at Community Redeemer. Um, but I'll just kind of give it back to Allison for a second of um, we've been, I guess, about a year in almost for, for having the story team. What are you most excited about moving forward? Is there anything, any upcoming projects or anything that you're kind of just like, I don't know, geeking out about or you're excited about? We've got a couple different projects in the works. I think... Um kind of like an umbrella of what we're aiming for. Uh, I think at our st- annual staff meeting at the beginning of the year, we talked about just kind of different goals for the different areas of ministry. And one of the things that I set forth was cultivating a culture of storytelling at Redeemer. And I want that to be something that just naturally flows. Like you don't have to have a camera in front of you to tell mm. a story. And yeah. I want to encourage people on that. Yeah. And uh, so We've got a couple of different projects coming up. We're working on um, a project with the pastors and getting to know them a little bit better. And then also like telling stories of regroups and Hmm. why those are important. And so there's just a lot of different things going on. It's really exciting to be a part of and watch it unfold. If you'd asked me a year ago, like if I would be here and like all of the things that have happened, I, 
I don't know what I would have said. I don't think because we started with just, well, we're going to start filming and asking questions. That's right. And so it's been a learning process, but it's been really fun and I'm really grateful to be a part of it. So one, I mean, I was going to, I was going to say, Hey, if you're wanting to tell your story, yeah. is that what you're, you're going to go? You go for it. You go for it. Well, uh, I was going to tell a quick story because we're storytelling people, but then also that's where I'm ending is where this is ending. The yep. end of the story is you have a story. Yep. Please share it. It doesn't have to be on video, but as the, the story team ask you say yes i know it, it, it is a little bit uncomfortable but you have a story god is working in your life we want to encourage you in that uh the story i was going to tell was just this somebody from outside of redeemer i sat down had met him before and and uh, he had done his research he kind of went and looked at redeemer's uh, web page and social media stuff like that and he's like man it goes it seems like what's really unique about your church is this storytelling team this idea of telling stories and Part of it, I was really proud. I was like, yeah, I think we're doing a great, I think this is a great thing for us to be able to do. There's also part of me that I go, is that sad? Because we do have a story and we should be telling, it should be something that marks us, that we have a story of a redeemer that we want to be able to share. And so I love that y'all are, I thank you so much, Allison, for your leadership yep. and uh, for your team. That, that's doing such a great job of it. Yeah, I want to give. So we talked about yeah. Bethany and yeah, do it. Carter. Do the shout outs. I want to give. Uh, so we talked about Carter, but Taylor is also yeah. on the team. He does a lot of our contacting. So if you mm-hmm. get a message from somebody named Taylor, he's mm-hmm. on the story team and <laughs> he's doing really good work. And right. then uh, Mallory Stewart just joined our team. So Rockstar. stoked about just our team in general and how it's grown over yep. the last year. So right, good stuff. Thanks. We're going to put a link to the sign-up form that y'all have created in the episode description for this. So if you're listening and want to sign up to share your story, we're going to try and make it as easy as possible. And I want to give one last shout out here, which is sort of a tangent, but um, our good friend Graham Jones is a musician and he released a whole whole album called The Story is Still Alive. And it's just been playing in my head this whole time. It's great, but mainly I want to mention it because we've been using his music as the intro to our podcast this season and have never acknowledged it. So our intro music is the song More Than The View off of Graham Jones' album The Story Is Still Alive, which is excellent. And I can also post a link to that. I was going to post post a link to that. We we listen to, we are a a Graham listening family. We we have it in our our, our playlist and stuff. It's really a blessing. He's played here before uh, a few times and, Mm -hmm. and just, he's great. And so anyway, yeah, thanks. Go tell someone your story today. But don't you know